Hello. Hi, Hi Susan. Hi, Saji. How are you doing? Doing well. Are we ready for this? Yes, we are. All right. Another cope session. Another cope. How are you coping? I'm coping. All right. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the medical students are here. It's pretty exciting. Yippee. Yeah. <laughs> After all of this preparation, now it's go time. Yes. So we thought we would just um, uh, focus this session or this podcast today on preparing for your learner, uh, getting really explicit about things to think about before your learner actually arrives on that very first session with you. Yeah, I know we talked about this in orientation, didn't we, Susan? We totally did. So if you were lucky enough to to make it to our LAC kickoff, then some of the stuff is going to be like old news. But if you weren't able to make it, then this is just yet another opportunity to think about uh, things to have happen before the learner arrives. We have a little checklist that I'll be sending by email as well, just to guide some of your preparation. Cool. So first off, uh, we thought we'd just review uh, an overview of the phase one LIC course and expectations. So number one, I know Kayla and also I sent an email with the course schedule. So definitely reviewing the course schedule now again is a great time to meet with your team, with your practice manager, with your clinical team, and start talking about who's going to do what in terms of preparing for the student. Cool. And also probably a good time to look at your calendar of PTO. Yes. So yeah. we definitely, the sooner you know that you're not going to be available for a session, we would like to know. So please don't hesitate to tell us if you have any upcoming PTO. Cool. So next, uh, in preparation, we talked about this and we demonstrated this a lot, but now would be a good time to ensure that you have access to skillseval.live or our skillseval web tool. We'll talk a bit more in a different podcast about this feedback tool that we've developed a really Saji's husband, Cash, go Cash, <laughs> developed uh, for our course and for uh, LIC and beyond. But uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about in terms of Skills of Al Live, then please let me know. Again, each of these podcasts will have a corresponding email and I'll give information about this particular web tool. But now is a good time to make sure you have access. Right. And I guess before we get way into it, what's our disclaimer again? Oh, Goodness gracious, thank you. So for our podcast, COPE, which is the community of physician educators, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are the views and opinions of myself, Suzanne Witten, and Saji Pillay. Yes. They in no way reflect the views and opinions of the TCU and UNT Health Science Center School of Medicine. Agree. All right, we got that out of the way. Great. Um, so other things to prepare for you as the preceptor would be just to make sure you're reviewing the faculty handbook. So I'll send a PDF of this. Um, again, if you went to the kickoff, you received a hard copy. And there they'll have links to various School of Medicine policies for your review. All right. And we also talk about attendance, right? Oh, totally. So the for students, attendance to every session, to all 22, really 23, if you include session zero, all sessions are mandatory for our students. So if for whatever reason, whether it's planned or unplanned absence, they need to make it up. So if you know that you're gonna be out, we really like to know at least three weeks in advance and you can notify myself as well as Kayla Beeler. 
the same goes for the student. It's the same time frame. Certainly life happens if uh, there's an illness or things like that, we totally understand. If you have someone in your group who is a TCU faculty appointed and knows the unique expectations and requirements for this course, then sometimes it can be appropriate that your colleague can fill in for you. But if you are not in that kind of situation, then we'll be working closely with you for them to make it up with you. Great. And the students also know this is a mandatory session, right? Yes. They, right. they definitely know that in order to pass this course, in addition to uh, meeting certain standards on their assessment rubric, they need to attend all sessions of this course. Right. Also, more important for us to know if they missed any. Even though we're nice to them, they need to attend all the assessments. Yes, which brings yeah. us to an, another really important point, is that if a student doesn't show up to a session with you, then that's a big problem, and I would want to know that right away. Uh, for, for important information like that, I distributed my cell phone number. It'll also be on the emails I send to you. Please do not hesitate to call me or text me for any urgent matters. But I would consider a student not showing up a very urgent matter. Yeah, it might be also for student safety. Totally. Yeah. yeah. We need to try to find out what's going on. Right. Cool. All right. So now we're going to orient to the practice. Yes. Um, and I, I want to reassure the preceptors out there that before a student shows up to your site, just know that our... Uh, admissions and outreach office as well as Kayla Beeler the course coordinator have really worked hard to ensure that those students are credentialed so if you're in a certain health system they've worked hard to make sure that they're badged so they'll show up with the right identification that they'll get um, basic EMR training uh, JPS health system has volunteered to do that for our cohort of 60 um, they'll also ensure that all students have a have passed a criminal background check, a drug screen, they've done vaccine verification, and they have an attestation letter stating they'll receive BLS training prior to them starting. So I just want to reassure everyone that that's what the student shows up with before they walk into your office door. Wow, that sounds pretty impressive. Yes, a lot of work for, wow. for, for those guys. So ooh, ooh. yeah, we're lucky they do that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, next, we wanted to talk specifically about just planning on how to orient the student to your site. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like the student needs to, before they even get there, I, I think you sitting down with your staff and just letting them know a student is coming. So this is great uh, page that the student made of themselves. Oh, yes. Yeah. Did you get that? Yes. So hopefully uh, very soon, if not already, you've received uh, an email from Kayla Beeler about your student. And it includes uh, uh, their lookbook, their uh, photograph, actually many photographs, and some information about your student. And you can feel free to post that in your office, share that information with your students so that they start to know about who's coming. That's very cool. Yeah, the same way I think the student's going to know a little bit about you. Um, so that's, that's a show and tell uh, for both of you guys to learn about each other before you actually meet. Yes. And Kayla put a lot of work into this so that many of you have hopefully will receive or already received this great email where she describes the student, but then she also describes you. 
And also there will be their email, their TCU email, as well as the emails that you provided to us, your emails there too. So it's a nice email introduction and some information about the student. So you'd like to share that with your office staff too, so that they get a personal uh, you know, feeling about your student. Um, letting the student also know about the workspace and where they need to go. Where's the bathroom? Where's yes. the... Um, where you know if they're sitting in a specific place to do their documentation, um, where are the rooms? Yes, definitely. The office manager. You know who are the people of the office? That's a that's a good person uh, or place to start. Yes. So having a plan for even who will do this tour. It doesn't have to be you. It could be certainly your practice manager, nurse, any member of your clinical team. Um, you can certainly delegate this tour. Some systems, I learned JPS has some sort of orientation checklist for learners. So I think the practice manager will appreciate a heads up that this new learner is coming. And the cool thing again about our curriculum is that this is not a block rotator. So they're not like four weeks and gone. They're here for the long haul, maybe even two two years and beyond. So it's a really um, nice way to, or, or now is a great time to start thinking about this orientation. All right. So, so Susan. Yes. Tell Sandy. me about dress code. Dress code. Well, well, I have to say, I'm not. I'm not a, a fan of scrubs at all. Oh, you mean scrubs <laughs> as in work clothes? Yes. Scrubs? Yes. Oh gosh. And oh, so, I thought the song. All there's right. a. There's a. There's a. Um, there's a definite expectation that these students will be professionally dressed in in business casual attire that uh, they are not catching babies at this stage they are not in the operating room at this stage and so I would say it's safe to say no scrubs yes. as the the band TLC so eloquently <laughs> sings um, for other reasons yes but, yeah um you know they should wear their badge or identification at all times for sure they in terms of a white coat um, controversy there yes school I, of thoughts differ yes but they will have one they'll have one they won't have one by session zero i'm told so not the week of 22 july but they will have a white coat by the time they show up to your practice or your site for that first lic session where they focus on interviewing um and so i i it's not mandatory the no. white coat i am Truthfully, I'm not, a, I'm not a, even a fan of the white coat. I'm not a fan of the white coat for me personally. The only time I ever wore that thing was a rounding, just to put all my stuff. I'm totally opposite to that. I yes. wear it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like my white coat. Makes me feel good. Yeah. But yeah, totally up to you guys. I think preceptor and student independent. Yes, exactly. What you feel is appropriate, that's what's appropriate. Just yeah. got to communicate that clearly to your student. Yeah, okay. sounds great. Okay. Also, other things um, maybe to think about um, would be just making sure if there's any parking restrictions, they should know about that. Um, and then also, in your mind, sharing, are, is there any research or projects that are interesting, any academic interests that are interesting you, learning what's interesting to your student? Many of them have, had, have done other cool things. So just uh, some basic stuff to think about before yeah. the, the learner comes. 
using um, the resources TCU has to do research would be great. And you got a student to kind of help with uh, the paperwork, the stats, and all those type of things. So, yeah, I, this is a great opportunity, I think, for um, preceptors who want to do, just don't have time to do. Yes. Yeah. Now you have someone who... To help you. Has a little more time. Yeah. Okay. Well, the next thing we wanted to cover was um, how to encourage patient acceptance of your learner. Uh, as we know, most patients enjoy having a learner involved in their care, um, but there certainly will be people who are not as uh, as accepting or willing to have a student involved in their care. And so a few tips uh, to help encourage patient acceptance would be having some signage, and we've asked the TCU and UNT Health Sciences School of Medicine to produce some nice signage, and the student can bring that to you in those very first sessions. Also, I'll attach some other TCU-specific information. What else could they do, Saji? Well, it looks like we're in the news. We are you know? in the news. So, yes. yeah, if you got, you know, a um, patient uh, monitor out there, you can record the news and show it to them. I think we're in the newspaper. Yeah, there was a Star Telegram Yeah, article. very awesome. So keeping that out in your, you know, patient... Uh, um, the lobby area, I think that'll be great for the patients to kind of look through. Um, keeping that little signage up, I think that'll be great. But what's the best way that the student can get acceptance from the patient? What do you think? Well, I think definitely having a game plan with your staff. So, so uh, making talking with your staff about how to introduce a student and ask permission for them to be involved in your care. Um, and then also you yourself are really the, the ding, 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 yes, ding, ding. yes, <laughs> probably <laughs> very integral in having a patient accept a student yeah. involved in their care. Yes, if the doctor comes in and says, hey, you know, to have a student learner, um, I, I feel like the patient would feel much more comfortable. Great. Yes, yes. All right, so we're, we're nearing the end of our checklist here. Um, I guess the, the last thing that we wanted to cover was just kind of thinking critically about who you'd want to provide information about orientation to the community. I know that our practice sites are uh, far different. and wide and different and varied. And so um, just thinking about community characteristics, community resources, if you have a social worker that might be a great person to loop in to orient the student to the community or, or others. Right. And as much as all we've said, um, one key point, I guess, is also we're not trying to spoon feed the student. We do want them to explore and discover. So if they learn more about your office manager, your MA, and all the jobs and details that they have to go through, their you know, daily routine, those are things we can let them ask about. So yes, let them also inquire about your office and what's going on there. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So what did we learn today? Well <laughs> I think this is what we learned, guys. Yes. We did. We did. And just we want to emphasize attendance and being proactive about the schedule. I think that'll make for a much easier time over the course of the year. Um, look for an email that corresponds to this session about preparing for your learner. And all right. Thanks. Sounds like a good session. Thanks. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>